The UN General Assembly passed a historic resolution in favour of a framework convention on international tax this week. The motion was tabled by African member states and supported by 125 countries. But most OECD countries either voted against or abstained. The OECD has traditionally shaped international tax policy. But could this resolution signal the start of a major change in the way the international community deals with tax? Tove Riding is tax coordinator at Eurodad, the European Network of Debt and Development, a group of civil society groups pursuing economic justice and democratic governance. And I'm very pleased to say that she joins us now on Sunday Extra. Welcome, Tove. Thank you so much for having me. Now, the South Centre, which represents developing countries, called this vote arguably the most significant development in international taxation in the modern era. And I know from Twitter that you agree with that. Could you tell us why? We've been through five decades of OECD dominating the global tax rules, and uh, there's two problems with that. One is that we've ended up with a tax system where wealthy individuals and big multinational corporations still aren't paying their share of tax. And in fact, we're losing several hundreds of billions of dollars every year because of tax havens. That's the first problem. And the second problem, and, and that's also the reason why it's the African countries championing this, is that developing countries have not been able to participate on an equal footing because they're not OECD member states. So this is a significant change then. Why did it happen now? We have a very desperate lack of funding on all levels. The COVID crisis actually worsened the situation, but we're standing in front of a climate crisis. We're looking for the funding to really make sure that we mitigate the climate crisis, but also that we adapt to the consequences that are already happening. And then add on top of that the sustainable development goals, the funding for healthcare, for education. All around the world, we have uh, governments desperately looking for money. And uh, the African countries have led the charge in saying we can't afford not to solve the problem of tax havens. Tell us a little bit more about the African countries leading here. How did this proposal come about? The African countries have been saying for the last years that they want a UN convention on tax. And they've actually been very targeted in this. And the first thing they say is that this should be a truly global deal. All countries should come and sit down and negotiate an agreement. And this would be the first time we have a truly global agreement on tax. So they've been leading the charge, but what we saw this week is that they have the backing of all the other developing countries. And there are even some OECD member states that are starting to support this. We saw, for example, Colombia and Chile support Africa. We also saw countries like Norway and Iceland abstain because uh, the OECD countries uh, have a very difficult dilemma here. On the one hand, they want to be loyal to the OECD. But on the other hand, it's also very clear that if you want a global agreement on tax, as most people do, then the, the United Nations is now the only avenue. So this resolution doesn't introduce a global agreement on tax. What does it actually do? It kickstarts the negotiation of a global agreement on tax, just like we have a convention on climate change at the United Nations. This is a kickstart of a process to negotiate an international agreement to address issues like tax havens. 
And uh, the African countries, uh, and that's very important, they finished off the vote by saying all OECD countries are warmly welcome to come and join the negotiations. And in fact, they said that they hope all countries will, and, and we share that hope that the Africa Group has issued. On Sunday Extra, we're speaking with Tove Riding, who's the tax coordinator at Eurodad, the European Network of Debt and Development. Tove, what has the response of the OECD and its member nations been to this resolution? Are they a bit miffed? It's been an interesting few years. We started off 10 years ago by saying, look, if we want to do a global agreement on tax, it has to be in a forum where all countries negotiate as equals. And there, there was a lot of resistance from OECD countries, but they've actually started moving. Uh, one of the things they're saying now is that they're okay with having a negotiation at the United Nations. They just don't want to talk about what that negotiation should result in. That's where the Africa group comes in and says, no, we need a convention on this issue. So the OECD countries are moving. They're just moving a little bit too slowly. And uh, because this is an issue that's costing us hundreds of billions of dollars in lost tax income every year, what we as civil society are saying and what the Africa group is saying is, look, we need to move faster on this. But we're quite confident the OECD countries are still slowly moving forward. So we're actually hopeful that we'll get there. Well, that's good to hear. It does make me wonder, though, that the OECD has, at least in recent years, been a part of some processes towards changes in the international tax system. And there was that 2021 deal with about 140 countries involved to change the rules on cross-border taxation and introduce a floor company tax rate. Is there a risk now that there'll be like duplication or competing approaches? Is that something that could, in fact, impede overall progress? The decision from 2021 is actually quite important to understand what happened this week because African countries like Kenya and Nigeria joined the negotiation at the OECD, but in 2021 they said, no, this outcome is not ambitious enough for us. We're not okay with this. And then the OECD went ahead and adopted the agreement anyway. So they ran over Kenya and Nigeria. And that was quite a surprise for many people because the OECD had said that they make decisions by consensus. So this is important for understanding how Africa concluded, okay, this OECD thing is not working for us. And secondly, on this minimum effective corporate tax rate of 15%, we have strong concerns that it's full of loopholes. It's actually still possible for multinational corporations to pay 0% in tax under these rules. So we're calling it a minimum corporate tax of 0%. Unfortunately, despite the OECD agreements, it's clear we still have a lot of work to do. Sounds like it may be more like an ineffective floor tax rate. But could you give us a little bit more detail, Tove, on the, the scale of international tax evasion and avoidance, and who are the main culprits? So the best estimate we have is that it's about 480, 100 billion US dollars that we're losing due to international tax abuse every year, both by wealthy individuals and by big multinational corporations. So this is uh, 480, 100 billion dollars, and uh, imagine what that money could do for healthcare, for education, for climate change. 
And that's really why we're saying, look, this is not just an African problem. And in fact, OECD countries have a huge interest in joining a global fight to stop tax havens. We really can't afford to continue losing all this money. So the resolution's been passed. What happens now? Now there's going to be a negotiation at the United Nations, and that's where the Africa Group has stressed that OECD countries are warmly welcome to come and sit at the table and negotiate a truly global agreement on tax. This would be historic. And uh, we're strongly urging the OECD countries to show a spirit of cooperation and urgency to solve this problem. So hopefully what we're going to see is uh, the OECD countries sit down at the table and be constructive in solving this problem. The ultimate aim is a framework convention. What actually is a framework convention and what would it mean? If you want to see what a framework convention is, you can look at the UN Convention on Climate Change. That's actually a framework convention. And it means that you set in place the basic structures and the basic objectives, and then you move forward in a stepwise approach. So we've had things like the Kyoto Protocol, for example, was a step forward. The Paris Agreement was another step forward. And what the Africa Group is suggesting is that we do the same on tax. But they've also suggested that when it comes to big multinational corporations that aren't paying tax, we should put in place a fast track process to tackle that issue as soon as possible. So in a way, you can say we're suggesting that the UN should start tackling tax havens uh, just like it's uh, tackling climate change. And the good thing about that is that we would be solving one of the most important problems in the climate negotiations which is that there's a lack of funding. This is actually a convention that could mobilize billions of dollars for climate and education and healthcare and so forth. And from what you're saying, it's not just the member states that are behind this. Is it right that the United Nations leadership has got behind this push as well? The UN Secretariat has played the role that they were asked to play. The the member states last year asked the UN Secretariat to show what the UN could do on this issue. And what the Secretariat said was that, well, we're a global body. We're set up to solve global problems. This is clearly something where we could have an added value. And uh, we very much echo their conclusion But we don't really see the tension because all OECD member states are also members of the United Nations. So in a way, the OECD secretariat has to represent everyone. And we think they've done a great job in starting to explore what exactly could we do internationally to tackle tax havens. They have some good ideas. But the United Nations is member state driven. So uh, the important thing here is that uh, all our governments sit down and start negotiating. Well, good international cooperation news is pretty rare these days. So it's great to be hearing about it on the tax front. Tavo, thank you so much for speaking with us on Sunday Extra. My pleasure. Thank you for reaching out. That's Tove Riding, who is the tax coordinator for Eurodad, the European Network of Debt and Development. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.